Shedding Shackles is sponsored by Roland Trujillo. We've got a great program for you today. I'll be talking about stress solutions, and we'll have a little holiday music with Jeremiah at the piano. So stay tuned. Here we go. Welcome to Shedding Shackles. Today's topic is Strong Before the Week. And now, here's your Shedding Shackles host, Roland Trujillo. Hi everyone, this is Roland. Today, I want to talk about peace. People are always looking for peace, and well so. But the first peace that you have to find is peace within. And few of us ever find that peace within. Peace within means to be in one accord with the inner light from your Creator, with the inner guiding light, to be in accord with your Creator's will, and to be obedient to the inner light, and disobedient to outside stresses and pressures. In other words, you are so detached so aloof, if you want to use that term, aloof from it all, that you go through the world always with an eye to what is right. Always in the back of your mind, you delicately are aware that God exists and that there is a right and there is a wrong. And so you're always watching for the rightness of things, especially the things that you do. And you wait. You don't precipitously act. You don't act on emotion. You don't act on an impulse. You wait until you see what is wise or right. And then you move intuitively with an energy that comes from within and not the energy of emotion and anger and excitement and upset. Now, let's look at what happens to most people. A long time ago, when you were a little child, there was injustice, there was cruelty, there was tease, and there was unfairness. And before long, you began to react to that unfairness, to that tease, to that cruelty, to that injustice. And you reacted to it, and you became upset. And they were persistent with their cruelty and with their tease and with their false accusations and their blame, and so on and so forth. They were persistent. Or you saw injustice. You saw, for example, maybe mom was yelling at you, and dad just let it happen. He didn't say anything. Maybe your mom was mean to you, and dad just let it happen. He didn't say anything. So that is also an injustice, you understand? And so, You became angry at your mom, and you became angry at your dad. And so the injustice persisted. And before you know it, you became resentful. And resentment is what? It's a little bit, a little bit of hate. It's a little bit of, of, it's a little bit of anger that instead of being expressed as anger, it becomes a sullen Um, judgment. That's what it is. It becomes judgment. Instead of just anger, instead of expressing the anger, 
You clam up, you say nothing, but you experience judgment. Now, you go out in the world, and before you know it, you encounter injustice and cruelty and uh, all the kind of stuff that got you started. And through a conditioning process of reacting over and over and over again, it becomes a conditioned reflex. So now, whenever you encounter someone, something that's a little bit unfair, or somebody who yells at you, or somebody who blames you, or you encounter anything at all that even remotely resembles what happened to you that got it all started, and you react. And of course, the main reaction I'm focusing on right now is anger. I want to focus on anger. So now you go around and everything makes you angry. Well, you have found out that if you express the anger, then that's not fair to other people. And not only that, but you're afraid of what you might say or what you might do. A lot of dads become suppressed wimps. They're angry, but when they're angry and they express the anger, they look really bad. So they just suppress and they become a doormat. They become a people pleaser because they're afraid of their own anger. You see what I mean? Well, that's not good either because then dad is not expressing himself. He should express himself, of course, with reason, with wisdom, with understanding, with patience, with kindness. But you know what? When you're totally upset, when you're angry underneath, it's hard to be kind, to be patient, to be reasonable. You see? So mostly we go around suppressed all the time, suppressed and repressed. We don't want to express the anger because beside whenever we express the anger, not only do we look bad, but then we feel bad. You know, we start shaking and we get nervous and we're sweating and all that kind of stuff. Our heart is pounding, so we suppress it. But when we suppress it, it's still there and it does damage inside to delicate organs and tissues. But then the other thing then is that when we go home, see, you get upset at work and you repress and suppress and suppress and repress. And then you go home and then what do you do? You explode and take it out on your wife or on your husband or on your kids. You see what I mean? And that's totally unfair. So you become weak before the strong and strong before the weak. Before most people, you're a wimp and a coward and a people pleaser. But before people who are smaller than you or weaker than you, then suddenly there's the bully. You see what I mean? So that's not right either. So what is the solution? Refined the inner ground. And then you must learn how to remain close to it and then flow from it. Roland talks about Christianity in a common-sense way. He wants to see people unshackled, freed from the baggage of the past. We find your zest for discovery and adventure. Keep listening to Shedding Shackles. Most people spend their whole life trying to manage and control and channel their emotions. That's what they do. It's an endless struggle against those emotions to try to keep them down so that you don't express them and look bad. And then when you have all of these emotions, then it's hard for you to express yourself. You want to say things wisely and rightly and properly, and you want to speak up about things and so on. But you don't because why? Because you get all tongue-tied, you start shaking, and you look foolish. 
and you can't think, and the emotion washes away reason, and then you say the wrong thing, and you look foolish or you look bad. You see what I mean? So you end up just saying nothing or running away. You avoid certain people. You avoid certain situations. And when you're around people that upset you, then you just smile and keep it all inside. But you see, there's an intimidation factor when you have to smile and keep it all inside instead of saying something, then you are not expressing yourself. We were meant to express ourselves. And so that intimidation gets under your skin also. And before you know it, it leads to resentment. Resentment, resenting the person around whom you feel intimidated and you have to control yourself. You see what I mean? So what is the answer? Well, the answer is not in taking pills and smoking marijuana and drinking alcohol and suppressing and running away and remaining silent. See, something should be said. You weren't meant to be to be a silent doormat. You were meant to speak the truth. But now you look bad. When you do, you can't say things right, so you repress. So what is the answer? The answer is to refine the connection with your creator. See, God, I'll put it in religious terms, God is supposed to be the authority for your soul. And then your soul is the authority for the body. But the way things are now, your body doesn't obey the soul. Your soul is not a proper authority because it's disenfranchised from your creator. There's not a direct link, a direct bond with your creator and the inner light from your creator. And so your soul is just a puny little ego and your body doesn't respect it. Your body doesn't obey it. What does your body obey? It obeys the outside bullies, the outside tyrants, the outside authorities, the seducers on the outside that can stir up emotions. It obeys the strongest influence, and the strongest influence is those people in situations on the outside that can get to you, that can upset you, that can excite you, that can anger you, that can intimidate you, and that can boss you around. So the body responds to them and not to the soul. So, as a matter of fact, your hypnotized mind, your lower mind, let's say your mind, when it's not connected with the inner light from your creator, your mind actually can't even believe that the light from your creator is stronger than what's on the outside. It can't believe that what is right and that justice is stronger than injustice. It can't believe that kindness and true strength that comes from within is stronger than the bullies on the outside. It can't believe it. It disbelieves the inner, and it bows down and collapses before, and worships and shakes before, and is cowered before the outside forces. So eventually it extends to everything. At first you were you cowered in front of your in front of your mom and her tongue. Or you cowered in front of your dad and his suppressed anger. And then you cowered 
before the bullies on the schoolyard and before the intimidating teachers and educators, and you ended up cowering before or all of them, your body became conditioned to react, to become hair-trigger sensitive to the outside, and before long you began reacting to everything. A change in the weather, pollen, a traffic jam, a loud noise, everything and anything could get to you and upset you, and perhaps make you angry too. So now do you understand? So what is the solution? Refind the inner ground. And that's why we have the meditation. That's why here we have this free meditation that I've been offering now for over 30 years. It's so simple. It's only eight minutes. There's different versions of it. They're all free. But the simple one that you can hear on the phone, you can call the the listener call-in number. 510-455-8851. 510-455-8851. And uh, it's also on the website. So you can call that number, and there's a little meditation there you can listen to. It teaches you how to become calm, how to become a little bit detached from the world, and closer to the inner light from your Creator, closer to what you know in your heart is right. Okay? Closer to that. And then you must learn how to... Remain close to it, and then flow from it, so that you flow from reason and from what you know is right in your heart. And you go out in the world, and instead of reacting, instead of getting upset, instead of resenting, you you wait, you, you watch. You learn to watch people instead of reacting. See, right now you're totally... You are totally a subject of the environment, and you're not subject to the inner environment from your creator. So that's the problem. So you must now detach from the outer, learn how to do it, and then go out in the world with a little bit of a distant feeling, closer to what you know in your heart, and just watch. Instead of being subject to it, watch it. You understand? Instead of getting into things. See, the way the fish gets into the aquarium, you get into television, you get into music, you get into your drugs, you get into everything, you get into eating, you get into everything you do. You have to learn to stand back from it, not be in it. You must learn to be in the world, but not of the world. You understand? to Shedding Shackles, helping you to become unshackled from the baggage of the past and move forward to a new zest for life. When you drop resentment towards other people and instead follow what you know is right in your heart, your mind will be free and unburdened. This is Jeremiah Trujillo, the producer of Shedding Shackles. I'm also a pianist and played all of the music that you hear on Shedding Shackles, such as the one you're hearing now, Deck the Halls, in an arrangement by Sharon Aronson.
Thanks for listening. then a wonderful thing will happen. If you are persistent in your desire to know the truth, and you want to know the truth, you don't want to hate anymore. You want to come clean. You want to be right. You don't know what right is, but whatever it is, you want to be it. And faking it, you don't want to fake it anymore. And now God's inner light shines upon you, and in his light, you begin to see you're wrong. You begin to see that you hated your mom, for example, or you hated your dad, or you're impatient with your kids. You see it. When you see it in God's light, you regret what you see. In other words, God's light is repenting you. He shines his light upon something, you see it, and it makes you sad to see it. You don't like the way you are, but you realize you can't change yourself, so it's a helpless sadness and maybe tears will flow down your cheeks, and you are overwhelmed by conscience, overwhelmed by intuition, by what you know in your heart, and you sob a little bit when you see the truth about yourself, and you don't want to duck it anymore. You want the truth. You want to come clean. You want to know the purpose for your existence, and you want to know the truth, whatever it is, regardless of the consequences. That attitude of wanting to know the truth. See, it's love. And loving the truth more than your own selfishness. You're willing to look at your selfishness in the light of truth because you love the truth and you love what's right. You've always loved those wonderful things. When you were a little child, you knew in your heart what was right. But the world overwhelmed you and intimidated you, and beside you were just a little kid. But now you're not a little kid anymore. So now when you have this new ally, God, by way of intuition and conscience, he overwhelms you. He shines upon your mind. And you know that he exists. And you know that right is right. And you go out in the world and now you don't hate people anymore because you see that it's wrong to hate them. And you don't resent them anymore. You see that they're lost sheep. They're just like you. They're struggling. Now you will go out in the world and then there will be a series of, of things happening in your life where you re revisit the past. But now instead of resenting, instead of being totally subject to whatever drama was being created, you stood back and watched it. And Maybe you say nothing, maybe you express the truth, but you hold your ground. There's power in holding your ground. And you learn that you are able to hold your ground no matter what happens. Before I talk about the solution, I want to add one more little piece to the puzzle that you need to understand. Remember how I said that we submit to the strongest influence? And I said that it's always been people on the outside. Your raging mom, your suppressed angry dad, 
the cruel teachers and bullies and the intimidation of the educational system and every other system that you've been involved with. They have a way of seeming right, of seeming so knowledgeable and so clever, and they totally intimidate you. And so you have now bowed, you bow to the strongest influence. Yeah, maybe you resent it, maybe you rebel against it, but you still see it as a stronger you still see it as the dominant to which you're always reacting. You're always reacting to everything on the outside, which is dominant. But now look what the outside does. The outside, the bullies, the tyrants, the authorities, the seducers, they, get, they excite feelings in you, emotions and excitements and passions and rages and angers and lusts and so on and so forth. They are able to generate those in you. And now you, your mind, your body, and maybe your soul, submit to those emotions because they are also stronger than you. First, it was the authorities on the outside who then created the emotions in you. And now you submit to the emotions. You can't imagine controlling your emotions. They overwhelm you. They overpower you. And you escape into them. And for a brief moment, you experience a high when you're lost in, in your overwhelming emotion. And it takes you away from conscience. It takes you away from guilt. It takes you away from anxiety. But then after it's all over and you're spent, then guilt and anxiety and conscience come back. But you bow and worship emotions and feelings, and you believe in them. You believe in the emotions. You believe in the feelings and in anybody that can generate them in you. Do you understand that they're a lie? Now you must stand back, refine the inner ground from your creator. Believe in it. Be in the light. In other words, get in touch with the inner light from God, and you know wordlessly in your heart what's right. Believe what you know wordlessly in your heart. Believe that. And you now are ready for God to draw you into his kingdom. And you will no longer be subject to the outside authorities. Yeah, they still might be able to make you shake in your boots a little bit, but that's a conditioning that can be easily overcome. Yeah, you'll still have feelings here and feelings there. You just just learn to watch them. Watch them until your body quiets down and learns to respect its new master, the soul, which has God as its master. Do you understand? And then good things happen in your life. Good things appear out of nowhere without your trying to make them happen. And old problems vanish. Addictions give you up. And... Life becomes increasingly simple. You begin to have more faith. You begin to trust in God, and you begin to have more faith in the good that you can't see than in the bad that you can see. And eventually, the good that you can't see through you will reach out and create wonderful effects in the world that you can't make happen you watch them, and with awe and wonder, you see the wonder and the glory as God's kingdom unfolds on earth.
as it says in the beautiful prayer, Thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. And when you see that, it's beautiful, and it will be revealed to you in little, little, it'll be revealed to you in little things. You'll see little things, and it's something you can't share with other people, but you just know in your heart that God is in heaven, and life is sweet when you walk with him. I want to share a little poem I wrote with you. Christmas is for kids, they say. So if I share my little Christmas poem, I hope it's okay. There is a hush and a calm. Do you hear it? God is in his holy temple, and the Christ child is born today. Do you feel the love? It is still. Like a child asleep or a forest deep, the stars hang suspended. They too are still awaiting the moment when the Christ child is born. Patience and love to us this day have come. Mary and Joseph can see it in the face of their son. God is in his holy temple, and the Christ child is born today. Until next time, Lord willing, and the Greek don't rise, I'll see you then. Bye-bye. Hi, this is Jeremiah Trujillo, the producer of Shedding Shackles. I'd like to ask if you would consider partnering with Shedding Shackles. To help keep Roland on the air in your city, and to help us reach out to more people in 2024. Every penny we receive goes to paying for airtime to deliver Roland's Christian message. To make a donation using your credit card, simply go to SheddingShackles.com and click on the icon Donate. There you can make a donation one time or set up a recurring monthly payment. If you would like to send a check in the mail, the address is 1556 Fitzgerald Drive, number 217, Pinole, California, 94564. That's 1556 Fitzgerald Drive, number 217, Pinole, P-I-N-O-L-E, California, 94564. Make your check payable to Roland Trujillo. And have a Merry Christmas. You have been listening to Shedding Shackles with your host, Roland Trujillo. Now you can listen to Roland anytime by logging on to www.sheddingshackles.com. You'll find lots of free, helpful information, and you can also order materials or make a donation by using your credit card. Once again, the web address is SheddingShackles.com. Please remember that Shedding Shackles is listener-supported. Thank you. 
Shedding Shackles is sponsored by Roland Trujillo.